Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Marriage is Tougher Than Woodpecker Lives podcast. This is Brian, joined by my co-host, Paul. We'd like to welcome you to a community meant for the men of the world to share their thoughts and perspectives on marriage. We can learn from each other's experiences and help each other be better husbands. This week, we want to talk to you about what guides your marriage. And we have an idea that could be a few different things. So is it going to be Instagram? Is it going to be your desire for things? Is it based off of comparison? Is it just your pure love for each other? Is it that God's calling you to be something, to produce something with your marriage? So that's the rabbit hole we're going to go down today. And welcome to the pod. Yeah, before we hop all the way into that conversation, just want to remind you, um, reach out to us, uh, Searching Marriage is Tougher on all social media platforms. You can also go to marriageistougher.com. If you would like to be a guest, there's a form at the bottom um, that you can fill out and we'll connect with you and have you on the show. Also, there's a whole archive list of every episode that we're there. So please search Marriages Tougher, reach out for us so that we can just continue to build on this community, have more conversations, more than we can have in our short uh, podcast, and we can connect and really um, grow each other in that way. So let's hop into this. Oh, I want to say thank you. Thank you if this is your first time uh, checking us out. But if you've been rocking with us for a while, we appreciate you. All right, let's hop in the show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this is your the topic you brought. This is this was on your mind. Where, where do you want to where do you want to take this out of the gate? Yeah, I mean it's it's all about evaluating, right? Like going through what's going on in your marriage. It's going what? How are you thinking about? moving forward in your marriage, how do you evaluate where you are right now? And one of those things of evaluation is uh, you have to think about the motivation and the goal, right? So, and in between there, there's so many things that, so many factors that help your marriage go and help your marriage grow. And I was just thinking about like, what is, what are we listening to? What's the motivation? What's pushing us in our marriages as husband, what makes you want to have a good marriage or what directs you in your marriage? And a lot of times it's, you know, it can be fear of failing, right? Fear fear of not providing, fear of um, letting your family down, your immediate family and your external family, right? Because we all know families can be the biggest judges of of what you what you do and who you are, um, and so I just started thinking of the things that motivate it. It could be achievement, right? It could really just be an I thing. You could just have been an achiever, and you're like, this is one of the things you need to achieve. So I want to have a great marriage because I win in everything. Um, you know, if I have the best, if I make the most money, my marriage is going to be great. My family is going to be awesome. Um, all the while leaving everyone else behind because you've now reached the status of a job, but your family doesn't see you. I mean, you can buy them a yacht, but they just want your time, right? So just thinking of different different factors that we listen to and, you know, when what those factors and how they play out in marriage is kind of what I was thinking about. Now I feel like I've talked too much, so... 
No, that's good, man. Um, I, I like how you expounded on that for the listeners. Um, so I think I have two things. Number one being, as you were speaking, I thought to myself, how many couples out there don't necessarily have any guiding principles in their marriage? And they just kind of go through life reacting. Hmm. Right. Um, I, I would wager there's probably quite a few. Um, so I, I hope that this gets out to some people. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, with that being said, take this opportunity to, uh, you know, rate the show and share it. Because if this is a message that needs to get out there, which I believe it is, uh, we would appreciate you doing that for us. Um, I don't know that I've ever been in that space where I didn't have some guiding principles, right? I came from always wanting to have been married at some point in my life. And I want to say that's probably because I grew up in the church, right? That's Mm kind of like I was taught that that was an honorable thing to do, right? I, I was taught that that was the way to operate in life. Um, And it seemed like something that was always desirable to me. That seemed it was, it was, it was always desirable to me. Um, And I think what has guided my marriage has changed. Um, Reason being is because we weren't always in the healthiest place, right? And you'll hear me readily talk about that on the podcast. Um, initially, I was still learning how to be married, right? And and I'm still this is the you know the purpose of the podcast, right? Um, and I think in that transition from me knowing that I wanted to be married to getting into a relationship, getting married, still trying to figure out that dynamic of can I live for myself and someone else, right? Dealing with what felt like just a lot of what I'll call sacrifice, right? And... More or less, I guess, like what at the time felt like one-way sacrifice, if that makes sense to you at all. Yeah. Um, and then transitioning to, oh, we can have conversations and we can be on the same page and we can have the same goals. And it doesn't just have to be one or the other either gaining or losing all the time. I don't want to derail us. <laughs> no, that makes sense. I I couldn't remember if that was your second thing because you said you had two things, so I wanted to give space. But um, that 
a good point that you make is you have to come together and decide where your marriage is going or where you want it to go or what your goals are together. And that helps block out the noise of other things or anything that would be inside of you that might not be the healthiest reason, the healthiest reason or the healthiest voices that you're listening to, right? Because if you are connected with your wife on where you want your marriage to go, then you, you're having conversations and just one more perspective allows you to healthily adjust if you're kind of going off the rails, right? So if you are just want to achieve, 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 and gain, and gain, and gain, and that's what you want, but that doesn't align with the what your what works for your family, um, with you and your wife, then that keeps you focused. Like, okay, I can achieve this much, but what's the healthy amount of achievement for our family? Right? Mm-hmm. So it keeps you from going totally off the deep end, for lack of a better term. Um, now, the thing about that is that comparison can still stick in there. If both of you are comparing what other people's marriages look like or whatever success you see in marriages, and there's nothing wrong with comparison again, which is why two minds is good to come together than just one, right? Because you can compare for goal setting, right? You can compare with, like, if you see how people, you know, they they do experiences and you like how they you know, go on trips or whatever, or travel as a family, that's a good goal to have if that's something you want to do. Or if you Mm -hmm. see a family that, you know, gives to their community and serves and does a lot of nonprofit volunteering stuff and you want to implement that, that's good to see. But now if it's now you're in the nonprofit space and you're giving now, like every time they give something, you want to give something else, right? Or or if they're serving for one hour, you want to serve for two, right? Like that's when it gets unhealthy. But right. when you have another person in that conversation, there's another balance. Like your wife can be like, mm, I think that's doing too much. Or you as husband could say, okay, wife, like I know we want to give, but right now is not, we don't have the time right now where, you know, we can only give in this way in this purpose. So having those conversations can kind of, block out the noise that's unhealthy uh, for your marriage. Yeah. How do you have those conversations? Very thoughtfully. (laughs) Um, (laughs) If you, and this is all the basis of our marriages, right? It's, do we set do we set a time and a place to have conversations? Right? Do we set space um, to make sure we have focused time where we can talk about deep things? And do we have a plan of action on how to introduce that we want to talk about something serious? Right? Because it might not might not be the time, but it's hey, like, how do you come up with your wife and say basically? hey, can we talk about this later? Or I have something serious. I know it's not the time right now because we're making dinner, but either later today or tomorrow, can we set aside some time? Um, So it's kind of setting up the rules of engagement before the event happens. Um, 
right? Is the best is to prepare. So are you asking that or are you asking literally how do you prepare those spaces? So it, it kind of feeds into thing too, right? If you are noticing your marriage is either misguided or unguided, what are the steps that we need to take in order to come together, have these conversations? What are some of the things we should be looking at? And especially like if it's misguided, right? Guided by the wrong things, right? Now we can't speak for your marriage and say, oh, well, if you're guided by that, you're wrong, right? But if you do, we'll call it a review, right? And say like, wow, all right, we've been going down this path. Maybe it's not working for us. We need we need to change directions, but mama and papa aren't on the same page. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think the first thing is, like you said, um, you know, audit yourself. Take some time and really think about your marriage and what it is that is guiding the direction that it's going, if it's guided at all. Um, the second thing is, I believe that all all wives want to know that we're thinking about our marriage and we're thinking mm-hmm. about our marriages, sorry, and thinking about how they can be the best they can be. So if you present and however you speak to your wife, right, because we all have a different way to speak, but really in essence say, you know, you know, first ask, if you want to do it now, say, hey, is it a bad time to you know, bring something up about our marriage and she can say yes or no. Um, you know, if she says no, then, you know, I've really been thinking about, you know, our marriage and direction we're headed. And, you know, I really value being the best marriage that we can be. And I want to contribute the best way I can. And I want you to do the same. I want to lean into our strengths um, and help each other through our weaknesses. Um, so I'd really like to t- talk about where our marriage is going and where we would like it to go and where it is now. Um, And if you just say those three things, that opens the gamut of conversations. Um, In the midst of the second thing, once that's happening, you can see where it's it's headed and you can start to see what's motivated it based on the goals that you come together with and what's important to you. One, if what's important to you is not lining up with what the actions are, that kind of shows itself in that conversation. And we and then it's like, what are the steps to have our actions line up with what our principles and our desires are? So it's not, it could be multiple conversations and probably will be, um, right. unless you have time to just, you know, have a, a couple hours of hashing out. Um, and it may take, and all these conversations are, predicated on being in a good space in your marriage, right? Not with where there's no like abuse or manipulation or, you know, you guys are struggling to get through. Like this is not the time to have that conversation on your own. Um, Get with a counselor or someone to heal some things, get on the same page. So then you can have this conversation. Um, So I wouldn't want you to, if you're in, you know, any type of abusive or 
unaligned relationship um, where there's strife and struggle. Um, you might be hanging on by a thread. Like that's not the time to have this conversation. The time for healing first and getting on the same page, at least in a healthy space, is when we need to have those. I just want to put that out there. Yeah. Do you do you think that could be part of the healing process? Right. Because I I kind of feel like that was part of it for me and Katie. Right. It was we weren't, I guess, in a absolute terrible, unrecoverable space, right? Obviously, because mm-hmm. we are where we are now. Um, but thinking about it, having that realization that, you know, like you said, she knew I was thinking about our marriage. And, you know, we both had this understanding that we want to be in a positive place, right? And we were showing each other that we were willing to do what it took to get there, right? So once we did start having those conversations, decided to, uh, you know, find a therapist, have deeper conversations and build new tools, part of it was, all right, well, if we know we have to have a little bit of give and take each way, but that is going to help us ultimately accomplish our goals that we decide on. The, I guess part of that healing process for us was learning to do that, right? Because within that learning, you are being shown from your spouse how they're actually caring for you and may not have been able to like say it or even really show it previously because you know I know in my case I thought I was showing love in a certain way and she maybe wasn't receiving it as love because it wasn't what she needed at the time right so while she I, I would say appreciated it it was more or less like, all right, man, that's cool, but, <laughs> right? And like we talk about all the time, you know, that can be perceived as rejection, mm-hmm. right? Like, it, and even when it got acknowledged, it could still be perceived as rejection. Yeah, it doesn't hit as hard or it doesn't right. hit how it would need to. And I think, to your question, is that part of the process? I think so, but you have to set up how to be able to communicate and take away any, or work through any um, hurts or disappointments or disapprovals before you can get on the same page and say, we're gonna move forward if there's anything holding you back or anything you're holding on to, um, Because then it's not, that conversation isn't as healthy as it could be, right? Because how do we move forward if there's still things in our past that we haven't resolved? So in essence, then that be- that could become a driving force or a voice that we hear moving toward our, moving in our marriage, right? So 
you can hear good voices, bad voices, comparison, not comparison, you know, godly voices, ungodly voices, like what is happening, <laughs> right? So right, right. Um, we want to make sure that we eliminate anything that would hold us back in that conversation of what's driving our marriage. And, but it all, it absolutely is a part of that healing process because you're coming on the same page and you're aligning and you're, you're doing everything that you just said, like giving and taking and learning how to communicate what we like, realizing I'm not the only one giving up. It's both of us deciding what's best, not just for husband, not just for wife, but for marriage. Then when you understand that, that in itself, um, is a good driving force for your marriage when you realize that the marriage comes first, not each of us individually. That's good. That's good. Um, do you think we've covered everything you wanted to cover? Um, I think we did. Um, the only thing I would say is as someone who's a believer in Christ, like that is a driving force being aligned with someone else who has that same belief, um, is something that's important. So as you get on board, it's what drives your marriage, right? It's the same, it's coming back to being on the same page. And if we both, and if we both believe that God has a plan for our marriage, not just for ourselves individually, then we have to, what does that look like with our individual talents and gifts? How do we bring that together to make our marriage be the best that it is? So what are the tools that you use to figure that out, right? Is it is it prayer? Is it fasting? Is it reading the Bible? Is it coming together and talking about what you've learned and what, what do you think developing, how you're developing, um, as a believer helps, right? So those, I think that's a, that's a key um, for me individually, but for any person of faith as well, um, being aligned in that way. Um, because if you're not aligned in that way, then you have to figure out how to navigate, just like you say, giving and taking in other areas. But a lot of times when you are a person of any faith, it's very important to you. Um, and if you are on different faith journeys, that's something that needs to be communicated as well. Yeah, that's good. That is very good. Um, you want me to close? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think hey, we're good. Um, this is a very good very good conversation. I'm glad we had it. Um, uh, <laughs> so I'll just tell a quick story real quick. Um, I was cooking dinner and my daughter comes up to me and she's like, that's your voice. I was listening on Alexa to the podcast and she's like, you listen to your own podcast? I was like, yeah. <laughs> she was like, not really understanding why I would do that. And I was like, well, because the more I can listen to it, even though I've had the conversation, I might not catch everything that was said. So when I listen back to it, I might learn and I might even listen to it again, just like you might enjoy reading a book more than once. You catch different things or when you watch a movie, you catch different things. And she's like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But that is just to invite you to 
re-listen to this if there's something you thought you missed something that you thought that uh you know was well said that you might want to share and hint um <laughs> go ahead and do that because you know like like i said this is how we learn um so do that um don't forget to rate and review that really helps us get the podcast out there to new ears and if you believe that we are uh, doing something worthwhile then we would invite you to do that so we can get to those new ears and uh kind of just spread the word uh, make sure you link up with us on our social medias searching marriage is tougher on instagram facebook um personally you can look me up on tiktok and find some of the clips there but uh you know we appreciate you coming by and listening to the show and if you want to continue the conversation we'll invite you to do that on instagram as well if you have any topic ideas do that there on our web- website marriagestuffer.com you can uh, find all of our archived episodes there you can request to be a guest or give us any ideas there as well so we appreciate you listening to the pod and we will talk to you next time see ya